I thought I was lost, but then I realized I was on an adventure finding myself. Welcome back to the Finding Myself podcast. I am Meredith Siget, and I am the host here at this podcast. Today is an episode that was scheduled to be recorded and dropped back in October. I advertised it, I had it written, and then unfortunately, my October hit and my medical issues kind of put this episode on the shelves. Uh, so I, I wanted to take the original concept of this episode, but tweak it a little bit now that I've had some hindsight on it. So this one might get a little bit, I don't know, personal, maybe a little bit sensitive for me, <laughs> um, just because I know where I was when I initially planned for this episode. And I've gone to many more places and I've been on a journey since this episode was supposed to air. Uh, so let, let's go ahead and, and take the journey together. So today's episode is an honest conversation about failure. I know the word failure brings up a lot of feelings for people. And I am one of those people too. The word failure is not a word that I take lightly or that I like very much. Um, it is a word that has caused me a lot of pain and tears in this last six plus months. I am uh, what's called a solutions-focused counselor. I subscribe to uh, the counseling theory and techniques of a solutions-focused approach. Uh, basically, in a nutshell, I'm looking for solutions. And unfortunately, in this pandemic, solutions haven't always been there. We know that we had to accept certain things as they were, and we couldn't find good solutions because of the limitations and the restrictions that we had. Just because I'm a solutions-focused counselor doesn't mean that I can put that part of my brain to bed. One of the reasons why I subscribe to that theory is because it matches my personality. I am a doer. I see an issue. I figure out what that issue is and how to go about solving it. If the first solution didn't work, I learned, and then I move forward to tackle it again. I don't give up until I found a solution for the problem. But when you don't have a solution for the problem, it's maddening and it's really hard to accept or take. Um, this, this was where I sat for the longest time. And to be honest with you, I'm not sure I'm out of it yet. I'm trying to climb my way out of that thinking of feeling like a failure. Um, but I'm still challenging those negative thoughts. I'm still challenging those irrational reactions, or those really deep-seated 
feelings that I'm having because I've been stuck in them for so long. This pandemic, as probably all of you will agree with me, has gone on way too long and has affected us more than we really can acknowledge or verbalize. Um, And I'm right there with you. I'm right there stuck in this. I have had multiple conversations and really heartfelt conversations about how I feel like a failure as a school counselor. I am doing my best. I am putting all of my effort in to help all of my key players, my students, my family, my coworkers, my colleagues, and I'm trying to do all that I can to support them during these uncharted times. But unfortunately, there are many, many days I'm not feeling like I'm hitting the mark. And there's many, many days that I'm feeling like an ultimate failure. Now, um, this is really tough. This has been really tough for me to swallow. It's really tough for me not to keep pressing on. But as you know, because of these feelings and my personality and just the doer in me, I have burnt myself out. I you know, have to recognize that I am just a piece of this puzzle and there's a part that I play. I am not the whole. Uh, and this is a really challenging perspective to hang on to. <laughs> You know, I might have it for a brief second, but to sit there and really accept it and try that on is difficult for me. At work, we've kind of joked that I need to be slacker Siget a little bit more, and I need to step off the gas, and I need to lower my expectations because my expectations of myself are too high right now. They're just not based in the reality that is given to me. I, I, I can't swallow that pill or I'm having a lot of time, a lot of hard time swallowing that pill. I need to recognize and honor those feelings that I'm having. Because if I don't honor them, then that is where that toxic positivity comes in. You might, people might have kind of made claims about me being too positive. If you've seen my Facebook posts, I, or my Instagram posts, even that, in my videos, I am a positive person. Uh, My brain does default to smiling and finding the positive in things. It just, that's part of my personality. But That toxic part, I think, did play a part in me trying so hard in the beginning of the school year, trying to persevere and not acknowledging the challenges that I was facing. I was trying to use normal logic in an abnormal time, and that just wasn't what was going to work. I needed to look at that big picture and really take in the realities. Failure doesn't need to be something that is avoided. 
again, that's hard for me to say and swallow. <laughs> um, but failure and acknowledging those feelings of failure really could set forth a projection of positivity. If we get to those low points and acknowledging what I'm doing is not working, we can retool and come back and be something greater. I've talked about before that I've had my breakdowns. Uh, Two weeks into the state closure last spring, I had my ultimate breakdown. I was crying on the phone with my mom. I was crying to one of my coworkers. I was crying to my husband of like, I can't take this. This doesn't work for me. But out of that breakdown came a rebuilding. And I rebuilt myself in a way that I needed to to get through that time of the pandemic. How to balance being at home with my kids and still working. These breakdowns or hitting your failure point is really an opportunity for you to move forward in a more productive way. To look at the situation differently and come up with a new strategy. Failure is an opportunity to learn, to tweak, and to grow. I like the saying, if you haven't failed, you're not dreaming big enough. We have to challenge the thoughts that we're having. We need to go back and look at things from a different perspective because we may find a better solution, a different solution, a more encompassing solution. So I really wanted to look at this idea of failure. And I wanted to see what could I learn from failure? What strategies could come away from this idea of failure? Because I need to turn that thought of failure from a negative to a positive and not attach such negative feelings towards that word or that situation that you're in. I'd like to rename it something because I think that I just do have such a negative connotation. So maybe you guys could help me with renaming failure. Give me some suggestions. Hit me up on my Facebook page or on Instagram and let me know if you have a better word for that. But one of the things that I started to do during this time, and I've talked about it before, is practice gratitude. Because gratitude is an opportunity to look specifically and intentionally for those positives. So when we look at that time of failure, what are the good things that are coming out of this? What are the things that I can point to that are positive? So looking at that and applying it, I am so grateful for the coworkers who understand the concerns, who understand me and the situation that I'm in. I can't tell you how much I appreciate the coworkers that I have and the team that I have right now. We're in this together and we're going to get through it together. And I love that perspective. So I'm so grateful for being with who I am right now. I'm grateful for the husband that is so supportive. He's someone that I can lean on. 
He challenges me when my thinking is off, and he makes sure that I'm doing what I need to do to be me. I'm grateful for that circle of positivity that I've talked about so much. The one thing with the pandemic is that we are all facing this together. There isn't anyone on this planet that isn't affected by the pandemic. So we're all experiencing something together and feel like we're joined in that. And that circle of positivity has helped me and continues to help me as I'm dealing with this idea. There are certain people who have been here for me during this time. You know, my friend Micah from Realistically Free, he has helped me through different challenges. He's inspired me with the life coaching. He's done some wonderful things to help me out there. But then the relationship is personal too. He checks in with me to see how I'm doing. He knows what's going on with my my medical situation. He's interested in the podcast. And I just appreciate that he is there to support me as a person, uh, but also in a professional standpoint. Dr. Kelly Waltman, as you know, Dr. Kelly is a big friend to this podcast. She is great with the reading books and the, uh, the book group that we're a part of. She definitely picks some wonderful reading for us to read about in a professional sense, but also it affects us personally. She's really mindful on the growth that we can all do. So I'm so happy for that. Tori Levine from the, Mo- uh, the Mom Anxiety Club. Tori is great. She has created this community where you can fall apart as a mom and find that support that you need in that moment. She has great guests on her podcast. Uh, She has great uh, content on her Facebook group. And it's just a great place. And during this pandemic, it's been an awesome place to share with other mothers and other community to know what you're going through. And that's what I'm talking about here, is being grateful for those opportunities to connect with people who understand where you're coming from. So definitely am grateful for all of that. Another strategy is focusing on what do I really have control over? That has been a really good thought for me to always come back and ground myself to. Where do I have the control? Because right now during this pandemic, most of us feel there's a lot out of our control. And while that is true, there are still things that we have control over. So focusing on that. I have control over my actions. I have control over my responses. I have control over my thoughts. And as we know, our thoughts create our feelings, which influence our action. So let's take control of those so that we can have a positive outcome. Feeling like a failure doesn't mean you have to stay there. You have the control to pick yourself back up, to be resilient, and find a new solution, to find a better thought. Also, lastly, live in the reality and live in the present. If you are always thinking about the past or looking towards the future, you're not really dealing with what's in front of you. 
You're holding on to feelings or hoping for some feelings that will help you out. But why not live where you are today? I am a victim of this feeling. I'm a victim of always thinking something's going to be better when. It's going to be better when I have a different job. It's going to be better when I get through this school year. It's going to be better when my kids are old enough too. Also getting stuck in the past. Oh, yes, but when I did that last time, it didn't work out. Or, gosh, I don't know. See, last year when this happened, that's living in the past. Leave it in the past. Stay in the present. Failure doesn't have to repeat itself if we learn from our situations. So why get stuck in that feeling of failure? You need to leave the option, the opportunity, and the possibility for better things. I hope today gave you something to think about. I know I'm not the only person who has sat there and felt like a failure. But we don't have to stay with that. We don't have to label ourselves as a failure because something went wrong or didn't go the way that we wanted it to go. And I think that's probably more the issue. Something didn't go the way we wanted it to go or we expected it. Therefore, we're a failure. Let's not draw that conclusion. Let's not overgeneralize that because we know that's a cognitive distortion. So let's stand up for ourselves and reclaim that failure as a learning experience and a way to move us forward and let us grow. I hope today you've been able to pull something from this, even if it is just knowing that you're not the only one out there who's having these feelings. But we can rise together. Uh, In a therapy session I just had this week, Uh, My therapist asked me, was there a thought that you wanted to end on? And I said that I will rise like a phoenix because I do feel like I am in the situation right now that I am rising, that I am coming back better, more self-aware, more self-assured, and better centered on who I am. So that means I'm only going to come back stronger. And saying all of this really excites me. It gives me tingles because I know, I know that anything is possible as long as I'm believing in myself. I don't have to be defined by the challenges that I face, but I can be defined in the way that I want to be. I'm taking control and I am going to be the success. Powerful. All right. Um, I love talking to you guys because there are times that I have these magic moments on my own. And that's what this podcast is all about. This is an opportunity for me to think through and to manifest what I want out of life. And so I thank you very much for sticking with me, sticking through this whole episode and allowing me to do what helps me be a better person. And it really ignites my soul to be that person and to live that life that I want to live. 
It's all about finding myself and being that person. So thank you so much. I hope that you are on this journey too along with me. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to know what you're going through so that you can be part or maybe I can be part of your circle of positivity. Thank you guys and have a great day. Thank you for listening to Finding Myself. If you like what you heard, please leave a review. If you have a question or a suggestion, feel free to email me at findingmyselfpodcast at gmail.com. I also invite you to be part of our Finding Myself community on Facebook. There you will have access to more resources, more suggestions, more information, and the opportunity to be part of discussions. Please meet us back here next time.